Today I'm talking about learning to give yourself grace because I think as women, we are just more susceptible to be aiming for perfectionism and wanting to prove ourselves. And I think when we become mothers, that definitely intensifies. I know it did for me because I wanted to do everything that I was doing before motherhood and then also be an amazing mother that had it all together at all times. And surprise, surprise, (laughs) things did not go as I planned. And because of that, I have beaten myself up and been extremely hard on myself and have definitely had to learn to give myself some grace and try to learn to let go of that obsessive need for perfection that just couldn't be achieved because I'm human and a hot mess. (laughs) So let's do this. Hey, Courageous Mom. I want you to know that you are so brave raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. So giving yourself grace means just basically the permission to forgive yourself for not being perfect. And no one is expected to be perfect, but we definitely put that on ourselves. And I know myself, I have been so hard on myself for so many years, and I've had multiple managers and mentors tell me that I am incredibly hard on myself. And I think that stems from things from my childhood. And I think we all have things that we carry through our life that determine how we act and show up in the world. And some of them are amazing. And some of them, we definitely have to unlearn to become better. Because some of the things that we've learned along the way, they serve no good purpose in our lives. And I definitely think that my obsessive need for perfection has been something that I've had to unlearn and to learn how to give myself grace. And I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, because I I certainly don't, but it is definitely something that I have approved upon. I think because so much of my childhood, things felt so completely out of my control that my need for control was insane as I got older. And I tried to control everything. I tried to have a plan in place for absolutely everything. And when those plans didn't pan out, 
I completely fell apart and it's embarrassing to think about and admit, but I couldn't handle things not going exactly as I had planned or envisioned. So that is also including autism. And I always laugh because if I think back to my former self, the complete control freak and perfectionist and who I am now, it's like two totally different people. And it is comical when people will say, oh, Tanya doesn't care. She just goes with the flow because that is just not at all how you would have described me back in the day, especially before my son was born. And even up until his age of four or five, would I say that I was completely like, okay, you know what? It is what it is. Because for the first few years of his life, even before his diagnosis, I was a complete miserable mess because I was a mom and I have this child that I just can't seem to help. He is completely bouncing off the walls. He's not progressing the way other children are. And I'm trying to balance a career and be mom and be wife. And I felt like I was losing my mind. Because again, this was not how I had envisioned it to go at all. And when he was diagnosed, I just completely fell apart. It was very hard to accept that my life could not be planned any longer. And with that, I mean, my days, I could plan something for my son, but depending on what was going on with him that day, those plans might not happen. And I had to learn to be okay with that. And at first, that was extremely hard because every single time plans got canceled because we just couldn't make it out of the house that day because he was lying on the ground completely screaming, I would be a ball of emotion and just cry and throw the pity party. And I'm not saying that that wasn't part of the whole healing process and accepting what was in front of me, which I think is important for all parents to do when they first get a diagnosis. Because I think if you go in the complete opposite direction and don't deal with how you feel about that diagnosis and the change of plans and the change in course, then it's only going to come up later on. I think it's important to cry it out when you need to. I think part of why I would completely fall apart in addition to acceptance and healing was because of my complete need for control. Because I couldn't handle that things were not going according to plan. And I also was blaming myself. Like, why can't I get my son out the door when everyone else is able to get their child out the door and go do fun things and activities and meet up with other parents and they'll have a great time and they'll go to lunch and they'll actually be able to sit through that lunch and they'll be able to eat a hot meal and not have to get up and chase their child through a restaurant and then take them out of the restaurant because they have broken down and are screaming. I wanted that and I was mad because I wasn't getting that. I so badly wanted to <laughs> be that perfect mom with that perfect child because it was all supposed to make up 
for everything that I didn't have when I was younger. And because of those completely unrealistic expectations, I was completely miserable and felt like a failure and completely blamed myself for it all. And I remained there until I learned to forgive myself. Forgive myself for so much. Forgive myself for being so controlling forgiving myself for the need of approval from others, forgiving myself for having those days where I lose it and I feel like I'm not a great mom and I have no patience, and to forgive myself for those moments that I feel like this completely sucks and it's not fair. And I know someone just heard me say that and is like, yes, this does completely suck and it's not fair. And I get it. And the incredible amount of guilt that comes with that thought is indescribable. And at times I felt just gross for looking at my child as he was in a full on meltdown and thinking, God, why? How is this fair? I would ask that because I already felt alienated enough and alone and not being able to follow through on those plans for the day to meet up with other moms just made me feel even worse and more isolated. But to be fair, if we ever did make it out the door and to those outings, they never went smoothly either. And I was constantly in a state of panic and anxiety and always felt like all eyes were on us because we were pretty much a train wreck every single place <laughs> that we did go when we went out in public. But God love me, I tried. And I believe you keep on trying. And that's where learning to give yourself grace comes in because you have to forgive yourself for your thoughts or how you may have reacted that day and go to sleep and remember that the next day is a new one. And the exact thing may happen again, but you do not stop trying. You do not beat yourself up if you break down again because you're human. You are created by God and he already knew that you are not going to be perfect regardless of what your intentions and plans were. Because I think the biggest secret with learning to give yourself grace is learning to take it one day at a time. You have to take that first small step and you need to be kind to yourself and let yourself know that, yeah, maybe you didn't love everything you've done today. Maybe your plans didn't go exactly as you had hoped or even remotely close to it. But you have to realize that those plans probably were a little unattainable anyways. For instance, as an autism mom, I should have known that my child would have not been able to take a long drive out to a farm, spend a couple of hours there, and then take another drive back, meet up with friends for lunch, and have a great lunch where I get to sit and chat, and he eats everything and is happy and smiling, I need to know that that is expecting a lot, especially at a young age. And for me, my son just was not able to do that much. So that's my example of unattainable. And that is just my own personal situation with my son when he was younger. Now, every child obviously is different. But I think it's important to realize what your child could handle and try that on a new day. Let, let the past be the past and take another step and try it out again because you may be pleasantly surprised. For me, I realized that 
My son could handle a couple of hours out, but it also depended on where the place was, who was going to be there. <laughs> I had to also be careful about which time we went to places. Was it a very busy time? And details like that. But giving yourself grace to leave yesterday behind if you made mistakes and lost your cool. Because if you approach the day as a new one and leave the past and yesterday, you're also setting a tone for the day with your child. And they will pick up on that and that energy. So just try to leave the past behind. And I think that in addition to making sure that your expectations are realistic to not add additional stress to yourself is really important because you do have to set some boundaries on what you're able to do in the moment with your child. And I think if you have those, you will feel like you're making progress and that you are able to get out there daily with your child. But you also have to set the boundary that if you can tell it's not going to be a good day, that it is okay to just stay put and lay low and do things at home. I do think that as parents, we often forget that there are days that we're just in a bad mood and having a bad day with no real explanation. Maybe you didn't sleep well at night. Maybe you're stressed out about something. So we have to remember that because somehow we forget that when it comes to our children. Like there should be no reason that they would ever feel stressed or tired or just not having a good day. Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't take a toll on us as parents, but we're not expected to have perfect days every day because we're human. Well, so are those little offspring of ours. So we have to just be mindful of those boundaries and expectations and say, you know what? It's not always going to go according to plan. And I think we just need to embrace the beauty of growth for us personally as moms. Because let's face it, if you are a perfectionist or a control freak, changing is not going to be overnight. And you're probably going to have to forgive yourself multiple times for messing up and making mistakes and losing your cool. Because hello, I have been there. I am with you. Your girl gets it, I am telling you. But you have to give yourself leeway to mess up. And you have to remind yourself that, okay, maybe you're not where you want to be, but thank God <laughs> you are not where you used to be. And I have to remind myself a lot sometimes when I am being really hard on myself that I am a completely different person and for the better than what I used to be. Now, my heart was always good, but my mind, well, <laughs> yeah, that place was scary. And yes, can it be a little scary still sometimes? Absolutely. But again, not where it used to be. And I am grateful for that. And that is what I use as my reminder for when I need to give myself grace. We need to realize that our constant need for perfection and not screwing up and not feeling like a failure is because we fear what others think and needing that approval is a real thing. I remember when I first became a mom and when I was pregnant leading up to the birth of my son, I, 
I would pray, God, please don't let me screw this up like I've screwed up other things. And I didn't majorly screw anything up before. I just made mistakes. But for some reason, I put so much pressure on myself and thought that I wasn't allowed to screw up. Therefore, I did not want to screw up one thing of motherhood. But what I classified as screw-ups is just insanity. So I'll let you in on my secret. If you let your child use an iPad or electronic device to give yourself a break because you desperately need it or you're going to completely lose your mind, that's not screwing up. If you feed your child McDonald's or fast food, that's not screwing up. If you didn't breastfeed as long as all of the other moms you know, that's not screwing up. It would be screwing up if you completely did not love your children and were completely neglectful. And you're also not a complete screw up on the days that you do lose your cool and scream and have a fit and then feel guilty. Because as long as you recognize that maybe you might have overreacted or chosen some colorful language, because I have totally been guilty of that, and I've had to go to my children more times than I would love to admit and say, I'm sorry, that was completely wrong of mom and I shouldn't have behaved like that. I know better. And there is something about being completely human and admitting that you are wrong to your children. And I'm not an expert, but I believe that that is a sign of a parent that is not a screw up. I think that it's wrong if we do something that we definitely aren't proud of and just let it go and never address it with your children after the fact. I think our children really do appreciate that as well as it helps us to set an example of that we recognize that we're human and make mistakes, but that we try to be better each and every day. Because that is the beauty of a new day, is the opportunity to definitely just be better and kinder to others and yourself. Because that's the other thing and the final thing that I'm going to remind you about today. And that is that we need to be more compassionate to ourselves. We need to change our self-talk and the dialogue that goes on within ourselves because if others heard some of the things that I have said to myself, they would be horrified. And I think it's in those moments when you're being so hard on yourself that you need to ask yourself, would I speak to my friend like that? Would I speak to my child like that? And if not, that is <laughs> your clear sign that it's time to change something and that you need to give yourself grace and you need to get really serious about practicing that because grace is a gift. We've been gifted it by God, but we also need to gift it to ourselves so that we recognize that our whole goal in life is not perfection and that we really just need to focus on our growth and becoming better each day. Not as a way to impress others, but as a way to be a great example to our children and to live out 
our purpose and the reason why we were put on this earth, which I firmly believe that if you are alive and breathing, you're here for a reason and you can't fulfill any of what you're supposed to be doing if you're constantly putting yourself down and not forgiving yourself for mess ups. You don't have to be the best. You just have to try your best. And that is the biggest takeaway here. I may not be the best mom, but I do know that 99% of the time, I am trying my best. And even on my worst days, I absolutely love my children with my entire being. And I believe that at the end of the day, that is all that matters. Did you love them fiercely? And did you try your best? Our best depends on the day-to-day circumstances because if our children are really struggling, then sometimes it's a matter of survival. And those days, what you might do to be at your best is going to differ from the days that your child is having a better day. And knowing the difference is grace. It's that simple. Well, it's not really that simple, but you know what I mean. So that's it for today. So can I ask you for a favor that if you enjoyed this at all, if you got anything from it, please share it. And also, if you would not mind, leave a review. And if you haven't joined the Courageously Mom Facebook group, then please search us up on there and join trying to build a community of moms that encourage, love, support in good times and in bad, and just finding the humor and love in it all together. So until next time, I am sending you so much love and reminding you that you are so strong, so courageous, and you so got this. And don't you forget it. Hey there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mom podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.